Mark Smith, and I'm excited that you're joining me today with the new message in my series, The Process Part 4, and as we continue to answer the question, why not me? You know, if this is your first time listening today, please take a moment and listen to the prior messages with the series of The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, and our current messages in Why Not Me. All can be heard on iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts by, by simply searching for Mark Smith, The Process. You know, I also encourage you to email me your thoughts on those messages for a chance to, of course, uh, want some process paraphernalia at uh, mark at theprocessmarksmith.com. Okay, the journey in life is built with so many twists and turns, ups and downs. But like anything we experience, a vision makes the journey oh so rewarding. My mission or vision statement for Why Not Me makes this ride one that offers one that has been so full with amazing pictures, very picturesque scenically. So, remember, in your path, storms will arise. But the wisdom gained should give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? Before we get started today, let me drop uh, a short recap on the on our trip thus far. You know, we began, or let me say, we identified how important it is to take time for self-rest. I mean, to turn the mind off the best we can. To put us in a mental place where we are recharged to face the new situations that life has in store. For me, it was a trip along the Atlantic Ocean a few months back. Believe me, the clarity was truly, truly needed. In doing this, it guided me back on a path, not only to sharpen myself, but to do what I always believe in, and that is to release the calamity of negative energy. <laughs> yes, I'm a work in progress too. <laughs> but for me, the ocean does that for, for Tasha and I. It allows us to release things of worry and toss them into the sea. However, one of the revelations that always comes to our mind in the mental, quote-unquote, spring cleaning, so to speak, is the realization that the things we escaped from really wasn't that bad as we originally made it out to be. I mean, you, me, we all go through tough days and weeks, even months, and often we believe uh, you know, a portion of it was self-defeating vision in our own head. Then what happens to us? We begin to take on more worry than necessary. And as we soon release it after the cleaning, life is simplistic by all accounts. So, as we return for what some term as normality or routine, we settle back down and get back to the things as if we never left them. The only difference is that we have given ourselves time to view things in a different perspective and find ourselves equipped mentally to deal with life situations that arise. Remember what I said? It's not if, but when. You know, I've often said that I'm happy with the strides of growth that have been accomplished, but I'm not where I personally strive to be. I believe all of us have continuous work to do which is um, so uncomfortable and frankly it hurts like hell sometimes. All of us have had those times, maybe some of you are experiencing them now, 
when we really didn't grasp so much of what but the why the intentions of, of for being made uncomfortable but as I get wiser and there I go I refuse to say older <laughs> I've accepted that we do not grow absolutely or chronologically we grow sometimes in one dimension and not in another we grow partially we are relative we are mature in one realm and childish in another the past the present and the future mingle and pull us backward and forward or fix us in the present so in other words yours mine and our journey toward why not me is a marathon but the difference is the training that each of us have received and more importantly the perception of those life lessons we are enduring each day in life becomes more apparent you know my elders really weren't just talking to be talking <laughs> I recall hearing one time that the classroom in the world comes at the feet of, of the, an elderly person which I found to be very true what else makes even more sense today is how the path of simplicity always comes to the forefront when any situation begins to arise in essence what I was told by my uncle is paramount in all that we do and that is knowledge speaks and wisdom listens wisdom withstanding internal situations depends on our motivation wisdom you know what I hope you got two ink pens today let's begin let's go with the W withstanding have you ever had one of those days at work where it seemed as though you should have stayed in the bed? <laughs> I'm sure I know the answer to that question. What made you stay and not just clock out and go home? For me, it was I didn't want to let down the people who made the appointments to meet with me. But let me ask you this in a more personal way. How many times have you had to endure trials in life when you thought you will never see the end? You're familiar to what I'm talking about. The sleepless nights, the restless days, those mornings that you did not get out of the bed. Personally speaking, I'm still amazed how I was able to withstand those storms as they not only penetrated my heart, but also my soul. You know, my grandmother told me something one time that I draw reference to. She said, Mark, fate will always have will always whisper to the warrior you can't withstand the storm but the warrior shall whisper back I am the storm powerful thank you grandma withstanding adversity standing still is often our downfall in life what else I found to be consistent is once the storm was over <laughs> you won't remember how you made it through it and how you managed to withstand and survive you won't even uh, be sure whether the storm is over something else that is factual is when you come out of the storm you won't be the same person you were when you walked in it am I right withstanding friction all types family career friends in our life is also necessary ease of life leads to complacency and the atrophy of human will and spirit within str struggles lives our strength within our trials lives our triumphs withstanding friction creates a platform for change generates heat and or, f or fever 
and creates a motivational charge that gives us the opportunity to be better. A gem cannot be polished without friction, and so neither a person without hardships. Friction within a friction without sharpens our senses and revives our internal resolution. Friction is uncomfortable. Let me put it out there. Hardships are distressing, but both are necessary. I've heard we cannot light a match without friction, nor can we hone steel. Uncomfortable as it may be, our adversity ultimately lights a fire that sharpens our will to flourish. Standing boldly to say, why not me, will never be accomplished until we embrace our journey and withstand its lessons towards wisdom. So that's the W. Let's go to the I, internal. One of my favorite sayings in life is the past is a guidepost, not the hitching post. When old situations surface, this eases my mind and allows me to mentally step over that mental boulder. As a work in progress, the greatest battles are not those you fight with guns and swords. It's the internal struggles of life that often win the war in some. Author Maitre Taylor said, defeating your internal enemy, allow your inner strength and courage to expose from the imprisonment made by fear of others' judgments. Taylor reinforces what we've repeated before. Remember what I said in previous episodes of what we are in control of? Remember, number one, the thoughts we think. Number two, the images we visualize. And number three, the actions we take. I believe we live in a time of self, excuse me, a time of conflict, external and internal, where the internal appears to often trump the external. I always use myself as an example because every day gives me a chance to get better within so it can be shared with others. I had to ask myself that if my actions were to boomerang back at me instantly, would I still act the same? Time has given us all the chance to remove the internal struggles to begin with standing internal battles to say, why not me? So we've got the W, we've got the I. Let's go to the S in wisdom, and that will be situations. Let me ask you, what would you change about your life today if you had the ability to do so? Would it be how you grew up, not finishing college? How about the vehicle you drive or the home that you live in? Even, those, even though those were your thoughts, isn't it fair to say those situations are and were opportunities for growth? Those who know me well have heard me say we don't have problems. We endure temporary situations. And every situation in life is temporary. So, when life is good, make sure you enjoy and receive it fully. And when life is not so good, remember, it will not last forever and better days are on the way. They are inevitable to happen in our lives. So how we react will dictate how temporary that event, that situation shall be. What seems to happen quite frequently, but not all the time, is we don't make the change until something terrible happens to us. We react to the situations at hand and agree to change our behaviors at that point. You know, I've been so guilty of this. In my journey, you may recall when I asked a question a while back, 
if I only knew then what I know now? It took on a, a level of uncomfortability for me to begin a transfor- transformation mentally of my situation to find positive in what was recurring. Not looking at negative, but the positive. Because there are two ways to be happy. You either change your situation or you change your mindset toward that situation. Historian Martha Washington said, I'm determined to be cheerful and happy in whatever situation I may find myself. For I have learned that the greater part of our misery or unhappiness is determined not by my circumstances, but my my disposition. Not by my circumstances, but my disposition. The thoughts we think is what we control. Every situation is depositing into a bank of personal wisdom needed for life. All right. We've got the W. We've got the I. We've got the S. And I'm going to go with the D. Which depends. Confession time for me. Listen listen to me. Listen to me carefully. I've told you um, I'm a very patient man. Or, okay, let me be honest. I'm a very impatient man. Now, I expect to receive confrontation calls and text messages and, and messages regarding that statement for those that know me. I'm, but I'm getting better every day in this area of opportunity towards growth. The thing that I have that most trouble with is the uncertainty or accepting items that depend on other elements or people. But as I get wiser... I realized it was never about depending on others. It was more about the expectations that I had poured into others that should have been poured into myself. Ibn Tayyaya said, don't depend too much on anyone in this world because even your own shadow leaves you in the darkness. Hmm, mm, mm. Therefore, I've gained an interesting perspective on depending on others. See, I think it gives people a chance to serve. And I've begun to become not so big on independence as I am on interdependence. Not speaking of codependency, I'm talking about opening my mind and giving people the opportunity to get involved in their own growth. There's an old saying, if you're the smartest person in the circle, <laughs> you need to change your circle. And that, and in that, changing my circle was very difficult when I made the decision to do so. Remember what I said about change? Change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but rewarding at the end. Also, withstanding internal situations depends on my internal confidence. Real confidence comes from knowing and accepting yourself, your strengths, and your limitations. In contrast to depending on affirmation from others to proclaim, why not me? We're moving. So we've got the W. We've got the I. We've covered S. We've got the D. Now let's move to the O. Our. In every, <laughs> I say every stair step towards obtaining wisdom, I've discovered that there are times when we hold ourselves hostage with fantasy Instead of freeing ourselves with honesty. Our attempt to pull the wool over society. When they really are are irrelevant. Takes us backwards and not forward. 
What always remains a mystery is why do we really care about their thoughts and opinions? See, I speak these statements because I too was the we, the person who had to rely on acceptance of others. Our individual internal spirit, or our thoughts, knows that we will receive all the knowledge we need to carry us to levels we inspire to reach. Dr. Stephen Mirabelli said, the universe doesn't give you what you ask for with your thoughts. It gives you what you demand with your actions. So a major component of this series is not to dwell on the rearview mirror and follow the steps that have been created for your dreams. I'm proof that as soon as you begin to pursue your dream, your life wakes up and everything, I mean everything, has meaning. We're moving. We're almost there. Let's move to the last letter, and that was M, which stands for motivation. All of us know life is forever changing, categorized as a moving series of events that is designed to teach us a variety of things. In my last message entitled Arise, I mentioned what a fierce competitor I still am and how early in life winning was my only motivation. But later in life, I reconciled with that mentality and gained wisdom to view it as not about winning or losing, but about learning. It dawned on me that I needed to make the distinction between external motivation and internal motivation. While the former has a short-term effect, the latter is far, far more important. One of my favorite quotes that I look at all the time, especially in the gym when I go work out every morning, is from Vince Lombardi. And it has been a staple in my life for well over 25 years. Coach Lombardi said the difference between successful person and others is not the lack of strength, not the lack of knowledge, but rather in the lack of will. To me, Coach is saying that there is only one motivation, and that is true desire. No reason or principle contain it or stand against it in my quest of wisdom. Let me close this week with a story that will tie all this together today. See, once upon a time, two brothers lived on an adjoining farms. They fell into conflict. It was the first serious rift in 40 years of farming side by side, sharing machinery, and trading labor and goods as needed without a hitch. Then the long collaboration fell apart. It began with a small misunderstanding and it grew into a major difference. And finally, it exploded into an exchange of bitter words followed by weeks of silence. One morning, there was a knock on John's door. He opened it to find a man with a carpenter's toolbox. I'm looking for a few days of work, he said. Perhaps you would have a small jobs here and I can help out. Could I help? Yes, said the older brother. I do have a job for you. Look across the creek at the farm. That's my neighbor. In fact, it's my younger brother. Last week, there was a meadow between us. And he took his bulldozer to the river levee, and now there's a creek between us. Well, he may have done this to spite me, but I'll go, I will go one better to him. See that pile of lumber carrying by my barn? I want you to build me a fence, an eight-foot fence, 
So I will not need to see his place anymore. Cool him down. Anyway. Well, the carpenter said, I think I understand the situation. Show me the nails and the post hole digger, and I'll be able to do that job that pleases you. The older brother had to go to town for supplies, so he helped the, the carpenter get the materials ready, and then he was off for the day. The carpenter worked hard all day, measuring, sawing, and nailing. About sunset, when the farmer returned, the carpenter had just finished the job. The farmer's eyes opened wide. His jaw dropped. There was no fence there at all. It was a bridge, a bridge stretching from one side of the creek to another. A fine piece of work, handrails and all, and the neighbor, his younger brother, was coming across with his hands outstretched. You are quite a fellow to build this bridge after all I've said and done. The two brothers stood at the end of the bridge, and then they met in the middle, taking each other's hand. They returned to see the carpenter hoist his toolbox on his shoulders. No! Wait, stay for a few days. I have a lot of other projects for you, said the older brother. I'd love to stay on, the carpenter said, but I have many more bridges to build. Every day, we have a choice of building fences or bridges. One leads to isolation and other leads to openness. As I'm telling you and as I've said before, knowledge speaks. Wisdom listens. Withstanding internal situation depends on our motivation wisdom who is it in your personal life in your true circle that you need to build that bridge and tear down that fence mm -mm -mm. another brick in our internal home that will be tested by weather but will never crumble i've often said the areas of opportunities to reach our desires are so so close we have remained vigilant in our pursuit because happiness is destined for each of us. So let me remind you, in your path, storms will arise, but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? Let me ask you, who do you know in your circle, your loved one, a good friend, a relative, a neighbor, that needs to understand that knowledge truly speaks, but wisdom truly listens. Share with them. Part of our ability to grow is to never be selfish with our information that helps us. Gone are the days that we say, it's not my problem, or as I used to say, not my monkey, not my circus. We all have the responsibility in helping each other toward the finish line. Sometimes they may feel as if their life is in a tailspin, but that is when you can boldly stand before them and, and say, your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, my mother, Lee Smith, and Mama Sarah, I love each of you very much. To my world future leaders, my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, Ivy, and we're blessed to have another leader born to the world, Luke. Poppy loves you, babies. Omar and I will see you soon. I want you to have a great week. Stay hungry, but humble. And never forget, change begins and ends within. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon.